this thrilling episode, the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your, oh, today I'm just a host. You know, really? no I think I'm, I, yeah. No, I'm feeling pretty zen today. Oh, I think I'm good. just going to be a host. I'm not going to be more or less than what I am. You know, okay. trying to find my my trivia center. You know. Oh. Yeah. Reminds me of a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> Which one? I want to be starting something. <laughs> you know, too high to get over. <laughs> too low yeah, to get yeah. under. So you just yeah, kind of stuck yeah. in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, man. It's a, it's a classic album, Neil. It really is a good one. No, I was familiar with the song. I don't know what Dave was doing now. Yeah, yeah. He was doing the yeah, yeahs from it. <clears throat> so yeah, the, there are yeah, yeahs in the song. Is that what passes for a, a Michael Jackson impression from Dave? It's an homage, not an impression. Ah, uh, oh, okay. that's a difference. Yeah, I wouldn't dare to impersonate the king of pop. I don't think you'd be able to if you wanted to. You're right. That's why I don't dare. <laughs> it's easier not to dare. And just just to be clear, in case anybody thinks I'm dissing you, I, I wouldn't either. Right. And I don't know the words. Well, just say yeah, yeah a lot, and you'll be good to go. And for that so, song, yeah, you got a shot. I mostly just grab my crotch when I'm doing my Michael Jackson. That might get yeah. you charged, but you, you do that all you want to, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously we have Mr. 300 with us, Neil. I'm not going to be getting 300 today because I am providing you guys with some very challenging questions today. Oh, so, so we won't get think, 300 either, is what yeah, you're saying. I was going to ask that, Kels. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to get. Maybe maybe you'll do better than I think. I, I didn't. It's not like I tried to make the questions hard exactly. I think it's just it's a topic that, that you guys probably know less, don't, don't, don't know that much about. But you may surprise me. I'll be happy if you do. Oh, astrophysics. I've been looking forward to this show. How'd you know? Oh, I, man, I just had, this is a feeling. I woke up this morning. Oh, I was like, man. probably going to hear something about astrophysics today. So uh, We've already done space. Okay, cool. Uh, so Valid point. What, what are we doing then today? <laughs> today is all about computers. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I use them. They're ubiquitous. I dig them. We all use them all the time. When we drive. Uh, yeah. When we make a phone call. When we record podcasts, when we listen to podcasts. Then why do I have this reel-to-reel set up? It's hard it is to find tape for this thing. <laughs> what are you, Quincy Jones? What are you doing? <laughs> so, here's a story. When I was in college, um, one of my... I think it was my RA in the dorm was doing a uh, a class presentation of some kind on backmasking and music. And keep in mind, this yeah. was the uh, mid to late 80s. And CDs were kind of a thing, but it's not like we could just record things onto a computer and put them into 
you know, Adobe and play with them or anything. So he actually right. got a reel to reel machine, a tape recorder and brought it into the dorm room and he recorded some songs <clears throat> from, from like records that we had. And uh, there was one, we did, we did some Beatles from like the white album. Right. Um, and there, there's some obvious backmasking there, like in revolution nine, where you can hear them talking backwards. But then there was yes. this, this one place in, in, um, in the stairway to heaven. And we played it back one time and we th- swore that we heard something now. It was, it was like my sweet Satan or something like that. We thought we heard, um, and we were just kind of listening through it through the first time. And then we went back and we could not find that again. And hmm. my RA was, he was, uh, raised in a very conservative Christian home. And he said he thought for sure that there was going to be a pit to hell opening up in the dorm room and we were all going to get sucked in <laughs> for listening to backmasking like that. Yeah, yeah, y'all are going to have to excuse me. I need to turn on like more lights in here. That was kind of creepy now. It, it was really creepy at the time. And I mean, I didn't, I figured we just oh. lost it. But we we looked for like an hour trying to find where that was again, and we could not find it again. Yeah, we're wow. gonna get a whole show of that today. I, no, no, I, no, no, I, no. This I'm have to bow out. That was just. A, I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, did we say hi to Kels? I I spent a lot of time talking to Kels while you were munching <laughs> on a pizza. <laughs> I think that was before we started well, recording. <laughs> Well, well, hello, Neil. Hello, everyone. Hey, Kels. Good to see you today. Hi, Kels. Same here. Except I can't really see you because you're over there in another oh, city. Well, I was just about to compliment you on your shirt, but you threw that out the window. So yeah, I'm not wearing a mm-hmm. shirt right now. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> so Neil, what are the rules of the game? Every week we have a theme. And in that theme, we've got six categories with four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points with occasionally a bonus thrown in for good measure here and there. And then a final question where you can get some or all of your points. We'll get to the details of that when we get to it. But now our theme today is computers. And our first category is history. All right. Question one, the, f- the first generation of electronic computers were invented before the transistor. What piece of equipment did the transistor replace in computer designs? Hey, Davo, do you know? I have an idea, actually. Oh, okay. So I'm walking in with that idea. That's a good idea. I hope so. All right, I'm locked in. Davo, what was your answer? Um, I went with vacuum tubes. Okay. Kels? I said the solenoid switch. The correct answer is vacuum tubes. <laughs> That's why those first computers were so big, because every every little circuit was a, a vacuum tube. Question two. Transistors were soon replaced by integrated circuits and eventually by microprocessors. What company is generally credited with creating the first commercial microprocessor chip in 1971? I'm locked in. I'm confused. Okay, I'm I'm locked in. Okay, Kels. 
Was it Intel? I'll tell you. Well, you can't tell I'll me tell right now, but I went with Intel. David, what did you go with? I had three companies bouncing around in my head. I had Texas Instruments, I had Xerox, and I had IBM. And I went with IBM. Okay. That was a good guess, but incorrect. The correct answer is Intel. I was I was thinking it was like the first thing when you said um when you asked the question I was it's like I don't think Pentium is a company. No, Pentium was one of the the uh Intel chips. So interestingly, here's a little nugget. The Pentium when it came out was a 32-bit processor, which means that within it, it could handle numbers up to uh, two to the 32nd power. Most, almost all the processors we use in our computers today and even on our phones are 64-bit, which means it can handle two to the 64th, which is something like 18 quintillion or something like that. It's a massive number. But that first one created by Intel in 71 was a four-bit processor, which means it could handle numbers up to 16 now you could you could the, the it, number sixteen. Yeah, One four bits. Four bits gives you sixteen. Yeah, yeah. But you could string wow. those together and and make larger numbers. It's not like it could only count to sixteen, but that gives you an idea of the <laughs> of the the scope of the new wow. computers versus those early ones. That's crazy. Huh. Question three: The Altair eight eighty eight hundred was the first commercially successful home computer. It was available in kit and pre-assembled forms and had no keyboard, monitor, or storage, but it still sold thousands in the first month. Within one year, when was the Altair 8800 released? I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Here we go. Oh, it was 1977. Kels? <laughs> I also wrote down 1977. Uh, you missed wow. it by one year. It was 1975. Dang I'm it. really mad now because I was just, I had no idea. So I was like, man, you should go with 76, you know, for the 76, <laughs> you know, for Dr. J. If I get 77 and it's in 76, then I'm still safe. And I wasn't. So I'm sorry, Doc. Sorry, AI. You know, Moses, all of y'all. Apologies. I think they'll be fine. I hope they listen to the show, though. I mean, know Moses be... doesn't. <laughs> wow. Well, so, him and Fat so... Five Freddy. Well, only one of them is uh, deceased. Oh. And it's not Fat Five Freddy. You leave Fat Five Freddy alone. <laughs> I mean, I had a nugget for this one, but I may just pass on it now after all that. Uh, was it about the the Sixers buying the first one? How did you know? In honor. <laughs> in honor of Fat Five Freddy, I think you should give us that trivia nugget. If you remember in my description, I said it doesn't have a didn't have a keyboard, a monitor, or storage in the in the base the base kit. You could get expansions that would add those things, but you know, when I first read that, I thought, well, what, what good is a computer that has no keyboard or monitor? Um, 
And so the way you would program that is it has a series of switches in the front and you would using binary uh, codes, you would flip those switches to make an instruction and then hit another button that was the submit. And then you would flip the switches again and hit submit. So every single command in the, in, in the, uh, in your program, you'd have to flip these switches and hit submit, which means if you made a mistake, um, I think you had to start over. And, um, the only, the only output was blinking lights on the, on like a row of blinking lights on the front. So it was pretty rudimentary, but it still sold. They were hoping to sell like, they thought they could break out even if they sold a couple hundred of them. Um, and they were hoping to get 400 and within the first month they had of advertising in like popular electronics, they had sold, um, thousands, like 5,000 by the end of the year or something like that. Huh. Cause people really, really wanted that stuff hmm. to tinker with and play with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, um, uh, Steve Wozniak got one and at the Berkeley computer club would, would show it off there and that they said, Hey, I think we could do something better. And so they made the Apple, Apple one. Well, there you go. Okay. Question four in computer history. Although portable computers were produced in the mid seventies, meaning computers that you could pick up and carry around the first real laptop was introduced in 1981 by what company best known for making printers? Oh man. Best known for making printers. Yeah, best known probably then and now for making printers. Oh, this is gonna hurt. I'm locked in. I'm bouncing between two. I don't I could really use these points. Uh I'm locked in. Okay. Kells? Uh it's a dumb answer, I feel like, but I I'll play HP. Okay. David. Oh no. You think it's a dumb answer, Kells? I do. I really do. So I bet the other one you were thinking was Xerox, right? Yes. Yes, it was. Well, I locked in with HP too. <laughs> but I have Xerox written on the paper. And I've highlighted <laughs> HP. So HP. Well, Devo, uh, if you had gone with your second guess of Xerox, you still would have been wrong. Yeah. What? <laughs> the correct answer was Epson. Oh crap! Okay, I don't feel nearly as bad as all that. <laughs> you said you said okay. Epson. Epson. Are you... Okay. Uh, if, I am. At first, I Epson thought you said Epson. I was like, you mean like the salt people? <laughs> but I, that was like that couldn't be right. It couldn't and be. You right. gotta soak your feet and send a hot <laughs> email and print. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was internet ready. It, it had a no, a, just a little cartridge launches out of it. It's just like like a dart. Like, the the screen had a re- got good distance though. The screen had a resolution of 120 by 32 pixels. Um, oh my which, god! Which gave you four lines of 20 characters, and it had a built-in printer, which is about the size of a cash register printer or a like a calculator printer. Wow! All right, that's hot. So, so what's the scores after round one, Devo? Well, um, <laughs> I have ten, and Kells has ten. Okay, so I, I told you that this might be a more challenging game, right? 
You did. I've noticed. I warned you. But it looks like we're even. So that's <laughs> as long as it's fair. That's what I care about. <laughs> Equity in all things. <laughs> so round two in computers uh, is sports. It was actually kind of challenging Ooh. to come up with a sports category for computers, but I came up with an interesting variety, I think. The question one in sports, the first and 10 system by the company Sport Vision is a technology used to put the first down marker on our TV screens during football games. Um, at least that's the one that uh, ESPN uses. There may be other competing ones, but for Sport Vision was the first company to do that. But the company Sport Vision got its start with a failed augmented reality system for what sport? A failed augmented reality system for a sport? Yeah, basically they 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 did something sort of similar to help with uh, TV uh, presentation of a sport before they did the football thing, the first and ten system for football. I'm locked in. Um, also locked in. Okay, Devo. Uh, if I recall, back in the day, I think it was the '90s. Yeah, it was an, it was like oh. 94, 95, I think. Uh, they tried to accentuate where the hockey puck was during hockey games by putting a little halo around it, like blue halo. And if someone would shoot it, they would have a little animated line, like a to fo- so you could follow the movement of the puck. So like I, the I trail. yes, it, w- it was very distracting. Uh, so I'm I'm going to say uh, <laughs> hockey. Okay. Kels? Well, I'm going to say that I wish I would have thought of that. I I didn't watch too much hockey. Um, also didn't watch the sport that I wrote down at the time, but I went with tennis. Okay. Well, it turns out that this technology really annoyed the, the hardcore fans, and it didn't do anything to encourage new fans to come watch the sport. So that's why it failed. And it was essentially a way for them to highlight the hockey puck. Yay. Well done, Dave. Question two. It's kind of a stretch to call this a sports computer thing, but bear with me. (laughs) Fox NFL Sunday has a computer-generated football-playing robot mascot named what? Oh, Oh my gosh. I didn't know it had a name. Apparently, it's been out for like what close to ten years now, something like that, eight or nine years. It's, More than that. it's been a long time, but I didn't know I had a yeah. name. Wow, I'm locked in with a name. Uh, I'm also locked in. Okay, Kels. I went with uh, Cy. Okay, which was short for Cyborg. Oh. Ava. <laughs> I went with Rocky. Which is Rocky the Robot. I went retro. Well, the name is kind of punny. It is Cletus. Cleet us. Okay. But up, but up, but up, but jokes. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. You guys are going to nail this one. This is actually a real sports question. So uh, question three in sports, 
Computers have allowed fantasy sports leagues to propagate widely, but the very first reported fantasy league was founded in Oakland in 1962, probably without the benefit of computers. Um, the very first player drafted in the first fantasy football league was a quarterback who holds the record for the most seasons of professional football played with 26. Who was this quarterback? I'm locked in. What year did you what year did you 1962. say? 1962. He, he, he was, you know, it was a fantasy league, so he was still active in 62. But it turns out that he ended up playing 26 professional football seasons. Uh, oh. oh, that didn't make sense. That didn't make sense. Um, I'm drawing the biggest blank. All of the guys I can think of aren't that old except for one and i don't think you played that long hey Davo, if you had a throwaway answer who would it be <laughs> daryl you answer really who daryl lamonica i feel like maybe i've heard that name before yeah you should have why he played he played in the nfl in the 60s oh yeah my favorite era did he also play yeah. in the 50s and the 70s he did not he did not. Because <laughs> this guy did. Uh, tw- yeah, this guy's <laughs> awesome. Uh, 26 years in the league. Oh, man. All right, I'm locked in. Okay. There you go. George Blanda. Kel. Johnny Unitas. Correct answer is George Blanda. George Blanda was a quarterback and a kicker. He was. Yeah. Name is familiar, but I, I didn't know he played for you know ever. He that's his main claim to fame. Played for the Raiders <laughs> for ever, ever. I mean, he he was not the he was a relatively unremarkable quarterback, but he just played for two and a half decades. I, I was trying to find some team somewhere that had a computer as a mascot. The only thing I came up with was there was a uh, a league team in England um, that for a while had a computer company as a sponsor, and they had this really hideous looking computer mascot. I mean, it was like a it was like a monitor and a keyboard with with hands and feet. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> terrifying. The mascot's name was uh, Terry Bite. Ah. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> I opted not to go with that one, uh, but I did find <laughs> thank you. I, I did find an interesting tidbit that uh, New York University has a bobcat as their mascot, and the bobcat is named after their library's computer system. Their their library their library system is the Bobst B O B S T I think, so it's the Bobst catalog. So Bobcat is the name of their mascot. <laughs> But that's not oh, wow. actually that's not actually the nickname of the NYU teams. But what is the colorful nickname of the NYU teams? This one I actually know. What is it? <laughs> well, that was smooth. That was smooth. <laughs> I almost fell into your trap. <laughs> And, and this name is is why they had a bobcat as their mascot because they tried something. 
Well, it'll become clear when you find out. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. I'm locked in. Okay, Kells, what do you think it is? I believe it's the violets. Deva? What? <laughs> it was... <laughs> wow. I'm guessing that's, I'm guessing that's uh, not what Devo guessed. No, I, I really had no idea, so I went with uh, the Rainbow Warriors. They are the NYU Violets. And apparently at one Holy point they had Holy. a violet as their mascot, and it did not inspire fear in their opponents. So, Devo, after round two, what are our scores? Well, at the end of round two, <laughs> I have... What? I have 30, and Kells has 20. So this is part of my master plan to make sure you guys don't get 300. Oh, he's handicapping <laughs> us. <laughs> he is. He is. Oh, man. Okay. Round three is TLAs, which, as I'm sure you all know, stands for three-letter acronyms. I'm <laughs> That was my first thought. I'm going to give you. <laughs> you okay, Kels? No, I'm not. I'm going to give ready. you a computer-related TLA, and you just need to tell me what it stands for. So we'll start with an, we'll start with an easy one. Okay. CPU. And on these, I'm going to have to. You're going to have to get all three of them right to get points. Yes, I would assume so. Locked in. Uh, I am locked in as well. Okay, Dave. I went with central processing unit. Else, central processing unit. You are both correct on that one. <laughs> well, that's your one for this round, Kels. <laughs> Just take the rest of the time I off. Should, Just relax. Paced myself. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Question two. URL. Oh my god. Ugh. And I'll give you a hint. The U throws me off because it's not what pops into my head first usually. I have to think about it. Um I'm gonna go ahead and lock in. Oh I'm locked in. It wasn't the U that was messing with me. <laughs> it was the U, the R and the <laughs> Kels? <laughs> okay. I went with user resource location. Okay. Deva? I went with universal resource location. Hmm, that sounds better. Well, you're both pretty close. It is actually the uniform resource locator. <laughs> uniform. Okay. <laughs> resource locator right locator see all these you all, these acronyms we've all used a you know 10 million times or whatever when you actually make them you know what they're not but you know do the word thing <laughs> it makes do the word thing. It, <laughs> you mean like uh, like speak i had <laughs> yeah uh, 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 my brain. I was going to say something interesting, too. <laughs> you know what? 
I'm not gonna now. Just out of spite. Yeah. But it, okay, when you when you spell out the acronyms, they make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I guess that's all I was gonna say. Can we just move on? Yes, let. It sounded so much better in my head. Okay, number three, USB. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know you have all used USB cables probably today. The sad thing is I saw this, um, I saw like this, the definition of this like the other day. And I did not commit it to memory. Because <laughs> I didn't think it would ever come up again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm locked in. Did you lock in yet, Kels? Uh, yeah, I'm locked in. Devo, give me your best guess. I don't. I well, Universal is going to be in here somewhere. <laughs> with one of these U ones. So I said Universal Serial Bus because okay. I know there's a bus in computery talk. <laughs> words things that's how your it people get from one room one building to the next is it the bus yes it's the serial bus kels well i put down you straight bugging (laughs) (laughs) um that that's incorrect kels um the correct answer darn correct answer is Universal serial bus. Yes. You got it. Mazel tov. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a half court heave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The final one in this category, you'll be glad to know, is GIF or GIF if you're a heathen. <laughs> G-I-F. Oh. So, you fall on the GIF side of this? The cre- the creators of GIF said it should be called GIF. Yeah? Yeah. Because choosy developers choose GIF. <laughs> that, that, that was their logic, not mine. I'm just repeating what I, what I heard. I understand. I understand. Well, I, I've locked in with what I think it is. Um... I'm locked in. Okay, Kels, what do you what'd you guess? Uh it's graphics internet format. Okay. There you go. I went with graphic image format. Oh, you are that both you're both so close. You got the graphics and the format right, but it is a graphics interchange format. Oh, um. So, how do you? So, what what was the first word again? Graphics. Graphic. Graphics. Guh. Graphics. Guh. Graph. Not not graphics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. Just making sure. I, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just here to tell you that you're wrong if you pronounce it GIF. Well, they're wrong for pronouncing it GIF. <laughs> Well, I think they're trolling us <laughs> and being contrarian. There's a there's a massive troll if that's true. 
because it was a very old format. Yeah. It's a massive, massive troll. That's all it is. If you want to be a troll, we don't want you around at our Twitter page. Right, Neil? Um, You know what? At this point, we take anybody to come to our Twitter page. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that page is Ladle Brain. So come check us out, trolls and all. Uh, we have our Facebook page, our web page, brainlittletrivia.com. We have a Patreon page. So if you want to gif us some money, <laughs> uh, just uh, just head on over there. Look for Brain Ladle Productions on Patreon. Hey, Dave, before we get on to Category 4, what are our scores? Well, let me do my gazentas. It is at halftime. Davo has 50. Kells has 30. It's anybody's game. Anybody's game. I'm maintaining my average though. You are. You're steady. <laughs> uh, you're going to you're going to you're going to pick it up here. I have a feeling this the last half is your half, Kells. All right. <gasps> Category 4. I'll hold you to that. Oh yeah. Category 4. <laughs> is uh is data because how can you have computers without data and the smallest piece of data in a computer is called a bit how many bits make up a byte and for a bonus how many numbers can be represented by one byte how many different numbers could you represent in a byte well i'm locked in i'm locked in too okay Ava? So I think these things are factors of they're they're factors of ten, I think. So I'm with a thousand bits in a byte. Okay. One thousand. Kels? And oh, I have no earthly sorry. idea about that bonus. Okay. <laughs> um, Kels? Well, I kept it I kept it relatively low. And I said eight bits. Cause I think that's what the Nintendo had. Was it eight bit? No, okay. 16 bit. 16 bits. Damn. All right. Well, I went with 8 bit. <laughs> In the, the second part, I had no idea. So I just wrote down 16. Okay. So the correct answer is there are 8 bits in a byte. Kels, oh. you got that one. I wrote yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I kind of touched on the. Uh, the, the bonus, you know, in a roundabout way earlier when I was talking about that four bit microprocessor and you could represent 16 uh, different numbers in four bits because it's two to the fourth. So in eight bits, you could represent two to the eighth power, which is 256. Mm. Oh. And Devo computers don't use base 10, they use base two, just for future reference. Okay. Gotcha. Got <laughs> <laughs> the just gazentas. So that that sounded a little little harsher than I intended it to. I was I was just trying to be informational <laughs> there. I wasn't trying to criticize. You you I I feel very informed. Okay. All right. Question two in data. I don't know if you guys may be too young to really remember this, but we used to have these things called floppy disks for storing data. There were three. Yes, there were three those. standard sizes of floppy disks. Name all three of them. 
like this give me the sizes in inches and or fractions of inches you got to get all three because two of them are pretty straightforward if you remember that far back the other one is a little bit older i think i'm locked in well, that that adds no pressure dave i appreciate it <laughs> look you got your one i gotta get my two <laughs> to keep up with the averages uh you said it was three sizes or three sizes yeah oh man well, i only know two i think uh, all right i'm locked in okay what did you lock in with uh i want to say it was a three and a half inch floppy five and a quarter inch floppy and i just guessed a, a one and three quarter inch floppy okay Deva? uh three and a half five and a quarter and eight inches mm. the correct answer is three and a half five and a quarter and eight of course the eight i don't think was ever very popular eight inches are really old i don't think they were ever really popular with home computers because they were pretty big but more more uh, professional computers and it's not like they held any more information they probably held less than a five and a quarter well yeah because it was an older standard so oh okay you know they, they always make things smaller and denser so the smaller things can hold more stuff Speaking of smaller and denser, question three. The uh, one of the current standards for computer storage is the SSD. Uh, what makes SSD drives different from traditional hard drives? Or to put it another way, what does the SS mean? I'm locked in. I have no idea. I'm locked in. Okay, Dave. Um, an SSD is a solid state drive. Okay. Um, hard drives and computers have a little spinny plate that you literally would write data to with a little, it would, you know, etch it into the plate and it has got moving parts and solid state drives are supposed to be more reliable, I think. But I do know it stands for solid state drive. They're, they're not, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Kels? I just wrote down static storage. Um, the SS stands for solid state. And basically what that means is there's no moving parts. So, um, Devo, I'll give you credit Ooh. for that one. Yay. You're right. The uh, more traditional hard drives have spinning platters in there. And they don't technically get etched in there. Um, it's a the read head has little magnets. And so it magnetizes the bits on the hard drive i'm illustrating with my fingers right now the head moving <laughs> i can see forth. it it's so, great it's beautiful <laughs> the head never actually touches the drives because that would ruin them they're spinning so fast but they can uh, just turn on and off little magnetic bits on the metal plates in there that's awesome so, anyway more more than you wanted to know i know but... we aim to educate as well as entertain question four in data uh another format for storing data is optical originally there was a cd but that was superseded by the dvd within two years when was the dvd format created all right i'm locked in 
with zero confidence. Oh, man. Oh, me too. I'm locked in. Charles, what was your answer? I went with the year of the dream team, 1992. Okay. Come on, Kels. <laughs> David? I went with the year of the dream team, 1992. <laughs> well, remember how the last time I gave you a date and you were off by one? Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Don't do that. Is it? Is it nine? Is is it eighty nine? Nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety five. Come on. Oh. Sorry. My God. I thought about that, but (laughs) I was like, man, that's too late. Like maybe it's too (laughs) late. You were you were a child. You had no idea what was going on. So just, (laughs) just 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 go with something. I almost said. I was thinking 94, 94, 95, mid-90s, but I was like, man, this seems too late. I feel like they would have developed it by then. I felt too late. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. How, how are we looking after round four? Pretty uh, good? Dismal. After round four, it's <laughs> we're holding steady <laughs> with our averages. Uh, Devo has 70. Kells has 40. All right. Ugh. I was talking about one a category. I wouldn't. I wasn't hoping to get one every time, but at least I'm getting that. So I, I'm grateful. You guys are gonna kill these next two. I promise. Oh, kill them dead for sure. <laughs> Round five is music. Hey. Pocket calculator was the name of a song on an album called Computer World by what German electronic band founded in 1970? It's kind of a deep cut, but this, this, uh, I think you'll both. Was the band popular here? Um, if you were a fan of electronic music, then you, you, you definitely know this band. I'm locked in. They were electronic. Yeah, I just I, f- I just found a clue, but I don't want to give it now since Davo's already locked in. Do you think it would help me? I prob- probably not, but it was <laughs> well, it, it was kind I don't of think a... it would hurt. <laughs> I don't think it would hurt at this point. Davo, do you object? No, I do not. <laughs> okay, well, Davo, if it if it helps you, I'll let you change your change yours if if it does. But just you you asked if if you would recognize it. This album, uh, Computer uh, Computer World, mm-hmm. was nominated for a Grammy in '82 for best instrumental, best rock instrumental performance. They didn't win. Okay. Well, they did subsequently win a Lifetime Achievement Award Grammy. Really? Huh. So they're they're influ- influential. All right, I'm locked in. Okay. David, what did you come up with? Craftwork or Kraftwerk. They're that old. Kells? Uh, I wrote down Berlin. Uh, the correct answer is Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk. That was a terrible... <laughs> <laughs> to all of our fans in Germany, I apologize. That you just spoke in an Austrian um, accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. 
the popular nostrils web. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pocket calculator. <laughs> the the term we use for unwanted email was inspired by a skit by what comedy troupe? And there was a, a, a song that they did also, which is why this is in the music category. I am locked in. Yeah. This is music. There there was a skit, but there was also a song. Okay. Um I'm locked in. Okay, what what do you have, Kels? Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm not just mixing up like several things, which happens a lot in my life. Uh I believe there was something called Spam a lot, and I'm hoping Mighty Python had something to do with it. Okay. Deva? Monty Python. Correct answer is Monty Python. They had a song on the show before Spam a lot came out. There was a skit about this place that only serves spam, pretty much. And then there was a song that was Spam, 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 Spam. Question three in music. Metal is a song about a computer realizing that it can never be like the human engineer who created it. It was the B-side of a song, Cars, which was created by which artist? So basically, I'm asking who sang the song, Cars? I'm locked in. Is it in the 80s? Yeah, probably a year would have helped. Are you okay with it? Can you give it out a year, David? Yes. Yeah, the album was released in 79. I'm not sure when the single was released. I feel like I saw this on on a, a list once upon a time, like like Blender. And I might be totally wrong. Like top 500 songs after a certain period. I think. It was a song, very popular song. Man, but I cannot. Uh, okay. I'm locked in. Ava? Gary Newman. Kells? I wrote down Toto. Correct answer was Gary Newman. Man, the 80s for me, if it's not like Michael Jackson or Prince, like a lot of those songs, like I know them, but I have no idea who who, who was behind them. It's just kind of weird. That song Metal is on uh, Spotify. I listened to it earlier and it's it's really pretty interesting. It's about this computer who, who becomes aware and realizes that he can't be like the the liquid programmer who created him. It was pretty interesting. Sounds depressing. It, it, a bit melancholy. Yeah. Like Gary Newman is a stunt pilot now. He's a stunt pilot. Like an aerobatic pilot. Huh. Yeah. In the bi- in the biplane flipping upside down, smoke. You know the whole nine. Mm-hmm. He's done other he's done other music a lot of his stuff um you know he he dove into the industrial side he did a uh there was a metal cover that came out not of metal but a heavy metal cover of cars mm-hmm. that came out uh, i want to say 2013 something like that and he he played on it and he is on the autism spectrum really he might have fallen into the asperger's category mm-hmm but uh, he is on the spectrum somewhere, which is pretty cool. It is. I didn't know any of that. I do know that he, he said he was, uh, 
he was very awkward and didn't really have any stage presence so he basically was very kind of robotic or androidish when he was performing uh and uh that just kind of became his persona Anywho. you should check out the video for cars kells it's it's 80s goodness I'm, I'm probably saying it, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely like go revisit it. Question four in music. Weird Al Yankovic did a parody of Puff Daddy's All About the Benjamins. What was the name of the parody song? I'm locked in. <laughs> I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? I wrote down All About Percentages. Baby. Bevo? I want to. I want to thank you, Kells. I think this you ha, you gave me this answer. He did inadvertently a few categories back. He did. I thought so. All about it's, the Pentiums. Uh, are you sitting down? <laughs> it's all about the Pentiums, baby. Um. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Oh, um, just peachy. <laughs> I think I just heard something break. <laughs> no, I, it was my spirit. It broke it, out of the first category. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are, are you familiar with the with the song, the the no. Weird Al song? I figure you know the Pop Daddy song. I know all about the Benjamins. No, I no, I've never heard the Weird Al. Yeah, I guess in retrospect, you don't really strike me as a Weird Al kind of guy. Devo, on the other hand, I'm assuming has signed <laughs> albums. I, you know, I I liked my the Weird Al. I like the Weird Al. One time when uh, my wife and I were doing a, a road trip, we took two or three Weird Al albums and made a mixtape where we would play the original song and then Weird Al's parody of it. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. We had a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> but still that's a that's an impressive mixtape do you still have it um no but i could whip one up and spotify in about 10 minutes probably it's a little bit yeah you should do that and link it to the twitter account and we should and listen to it i will effort that yay okay question uh round five what are our scores Kells is holding strong with his one a category. He's got 50. Uh, I leapt ahead with 110 because music was good to me. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, you know, Anybody's you know, Kells, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I knew this was going to be tough. I don't feel you are. <laughs> I, 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 no, I don't. All right, I don't want anybody to feel bad. I didn't, I didn't know this was going to be quite this hard. <laughs> you said it before the game. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. <laughs> I didn't know the game was going to be nearly the over step. and you were going to have 50 points. I didn't know it was that hard. I called it on. I called it after the third question. <laughs> Before you draw and quarter me, there is one more category left. And the category okay. is movies. Oh, I got a shot, but it means Davo's got a shot too. I realize this, this oh. first one, I don't think necessarily qualifies as a classic movie and it's a very 80s movie so it's really possible that Kells hasn't seen it which should make it impossible <laughs> but let's just let's just power through it and we'll get okay. to the end of this and I'll put you guys out of your misery movies <laughs> question one <laughs> I'm not miserable I'm enjoying this 
<laughs> Question one in movies. <laughs> what was the name of the computer in war games, which was designed to predict the outcome of global thermonuclear war, among other things? Oh, man. You, you, you can just, you can say it phonetically if you don't know what the, you know, if you don't know exactly what it is. I'm looking for the, the acronym, basically. Have you seen war games, Kels? I have not. I've only, like, heard about it in passing. Yeah. Well, that's going to be hard then. I've seen it a long time ago. You could have asked, name two of the actors in War Games. You could have asked, name the lead actress in War Games. Who's the lead actress? <sighs> Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy? Who, who, who stars across her? Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. One of his first roles. Oh, okay. So this is... He's a baby. This is pre-Ferris then. Oh, yeah. Very pre-Ferris. Uh, I'm locked in. Um, this is one of those movie questions that I think you just it's going to kick your butt. You're going to kick your own butt when you hear it. Is it? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Well, I'm pretty sure he's that... This uh, this computer system is on, was on one of those big lists about movie villains or, I mean, War Games played an important part in uh, Ready Player One. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm locked in. Okay, David, what did you come up with? Uh, Ed two oh nine. Kels, is Ed two oh nine for Robocop? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> it sounded so familiar. I was like, I know Ed 209, and I don't think this is dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I wrote down G A M R Gamer. Oh, I like you, that. You're actually a lot closer, still pretty far away, but closer. The computer <laughs> the computer was the the computer was the war operation plan response or the whopper. Hey, does that ring a bell, Dave? Yes, actually, it does. So there's there's another answer you could have given that I wouldn't have counted correctly, um, <laughs> which is there is a the computer that was what the name of the computer was, but there is a program or sort of an AI in the computer that was named after um, what's his name's son, uh, named Joshua. So. He, Oh, the yeah, AI. The Dabney Coleman's yeah. son, right? Uh, no, 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 the professor. Um, the, the Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I forget yeah. who that actor was. Been a long time for yeah. me. Anyway, okay, we'll move on. This one, I know without a doubt, Kells is going to get probably both of you. What is the full name of the homicidal computer in 2001 Space Odyssey? For a two-point bonus... What was the name of the female version from twenty from two thousand ten? And when I say full name, I mean the uh, what it's referred to as, not the official, not basically the acronym, not what the acronym stands for, because you'd never get that. Did you know that? The no, no, not what not what it stands for. No, uh, I'm locked in. I'm also locked in. Okay, Kels. Okay. Um. How 9000 is the, the computer from 2001. I didn't find out that there was a 2010 until like three years ago. I, I never knew that there was a sequel. 
So I have no idea what the bonus is. Okay. There you go. Uh, Hal 9000 for 2001. And I remember watching 2010 in in Colorado when I was like nine. <laughs> so this is like mid-80s. And that's the last time I watched it. Um, I think it, I think it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it in such a long time. I want to try it again. All that to say, I have no idea about the bonus. <laughs> okay. The correct answer is HAL 9000. HAL stands for heuristically programmed algorithmic computer. Um, so you both got that right. The female version from 2010 is Sal 9000. Wow. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. How the nutty. <laughs> Whoa. It's like Miss Pac-Man just has lipstick and a, a head and a and bow. And a bow. <laughs> and a little mole. Yeah, there's a bow on her head <laughs> and a little mole. Okay. Gosh. Sal. So there's, a, there's an interesting nugget about about how there's a after the movie came out people uh people started looking at it and saying wow how is hal is one letter higher than ibm so maybe it's some kind of uh play on ibm thinking that it's either better than ibm or ibm is evil or something like that but have you not heard that like i have no. To yeah. The next so letter for all of them. IBM. Yeah. Um, but according to age is that high? Um, <laughs> according to Arthur C. Clarke, that is absolutely not true. It's just a coincidence. IBM actually helped with the production of the movie, and there are IBM logos in the film as you know part of their part of their yeah. deal. And he said, if if we had realized that that coincidence was there we would have changed the name of the computer so he's he's oh, pretty wow. emphatically said that is absolutely not the, the case and they even talked to ibm and said you know this is a, about a computer that basically goes evil right um and they said well as long as it's clear it's not an ibm computer we're okay and we'll still you know be a part of the production so they were actually kind of cool <laughs> with it <laughs> As long as you stay on brand. Exactly. <laughs> uh, question three in movies. What is the name of the villainous AI from Tron? Oh, man. Oh, oh Phil Sticks. I know, right? It's another TLA, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh. I figured you would both be big Tron fans. Not really. Uh, I watched. No. I watched Legacy. Once. I saw the original. I haven't seen it. I, I like the music in Legacy. Yeah, it's solid. I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Devo. Finn. Kels. Uh, MCP. Correct answer is Master Control Program or MCP. Unbelievable. Told you broke your streak. You got two in that round. I got two. You did. Oh my god. I could mess around and get three if I'm not careful. So 
<laughs> trying to calm <laughs> Today myself. Today was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to. Maybe. Question four in movies. Jarvis is the name of Tony Stark's AI. What does Jarvis stand for? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you two points for each letter you get correct. So possible of 12 points here. I'm locked in. I'd like to bring up the fact that Jarvis for a very long time was not an AI. This is true. Wasn't he uh, like a manservant or something like that? He was a butler. Yeah. He buttled <laughs> in the Avengers HQ and such. I I know it's not all like technical stuff, but I can't. I'm locking in with part of an answer. It's a really dumb acronym. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's definitely made up to spell Jarvis, and <laughs> doesn't really make much doesn't really make so much sense otherwise. But what did you end up with? Uh, I got just a rather very and uh, a trailed off. I couldn't think of anything. Okay, Dave. I have just a rather very intelligent system. Okay, hang on. Let me look something up here. Because did something that I don't think is technically correct. I'm just looking at Wikipedia here to confirm that uh, Devo got 10 points and Kells, I think, got six. The correct answer is just another rather very intelligent system i got all of that you said oh, i didn't i didn't put right you both said a. i said a i wrote down another dang it i skipped over this it's just another yeah just another rather very intelligent system if Davo wrote it down, do you want to trust him and give it to him, Kels? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I said A. I will stick with A. Hello, you, but you wrote down another? I wrote down another, but I was just reading it. I was like, just A, rather very intelligent. I wrote down another. I mean, if you got it on your Don't paper. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you got it on your paper, man, you should get credit for it. I'm not worried about it. I said A. You're not it's worried okay. about it because you have a sizable lead. I'm saying, like, in the, like, man, if you wrote it down. I wrote down another, but I said A. Because it's capitalized and my handwriting's terrible. Kells has six. Dave O got ten for that. That is correct. So that is the end of our regulation. What are our scores? Well, our scores heading into the final question. Uh, Devo has 130. Kells, you're going to love it. You got 76. I will definitely take it. Okay. I'm already regretting this uh, question. Uh, <laughs> I want to point out that friend of the show, Jeff, tried to talk me out of this, but I'm like, nah, it'll be fine. You didn't listen to Jeff. The, the, the category for the final question is languages. <laughs> You're gonna, oh my god. If it's, if it's not, if it's programming languages, you're the devil. <laughs> I mean, I did pretty well on this one. <laughs> What's your job? <laughs> well, 
I know a computer programmer. Oh. <laughs> kind of damned if I do, damned if I don't. Well, it's how your damning affects my damning is what we're talking about. Well, I'll I'll make it a a, a very low bar for you guys. <laughs> oh gee, <thanks. laughs> like get one right? Yeah, make sure to put that in the. Make sure you put that in the show. If your pen can hit your paper, <laughs> you get some. <laughs> I have made my wager. I have also made my wager. So here, here's the way I'd like to do this for uh, our our uh, our listeners. If you are a professional computer programmer, you need to give me uh, five. If you are not, then I need three of the top 10 programming languages as of November 2018. There's a organization out there, I think it's called Niobe or something like that, which um, bases it on um, Google and Bing and other searches, essentially an index of the popularity of language. Try to name 10 of the most popular programming languages if you guys get three Thirteen. correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Kel. Well, I mean, there's, there's dozens and dozens of programming languages, but I've got a list of the top ten most popular ones. All right, um, Davo. Um, yeah. I, you know, as you know, I worked in the library, and we yes. we had some of these programming books, right? I, sh- mm-hmm. I shelved a lot of them in my day. A lot? Yeah, yeah. They're the QAs, I think. Do you remember the names of any of them? <laughs> I remember some. I think I remember at least three. I'm going to just lock in now. I have five. What? Well, I wrote five. I don't know if I have five right. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. I think I just thought of one. That might not be real. Never mind. Now I'm worried about all of them. Well, I'm confident about two. How many we got to get three? Three, right? Okay. Yeah, you need to get three since you're a non-professional programmer. And just for those at home who are curious, we are talking about Turing Complete programs. So, I mean, maybe that's a hint for you guys also. I don't know. I I barely (laughs) understood. (laughs) All right, I'm locked in. Okay, I am going to go through the list from least to most popular, and let me know if you if you got it. Number ten, Go, the Go programming language. No, <laughs> nope. Number nine is SQL or SQL. Got it. Yes, that's that's the one that I use every day, all day. SQL. Okay. Uh, number eight is PHP. Man, I almost wrote that. No, no, that's the one I was no. like, I don't think that's real, but uh, apparently it is. Here's a nugget about PHP. I'll just insert this. PHP stands for PHP Hypertext Protocol. The what? first P stands. For the first P stands for PHP. <laughs> that's like an infinite loop of acronym. <laughs> They should have just said people helping people. There you go. All right. It's a hypertext preprocessor, not protocol. 
that's what that's what you call a uh, 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 recursive acronym. There's another famous one called GNU, the GNU. It's a Unix thing, and it stands for GNU is not Unix. <laughs> <laughs> computer people are weird i don't know if you knew yeah. that oh man Real okay getting the hand continuing on number seven is javascript oh no i'm not hearing anything about that one apart from dismate oh or no pounds. yeah no nah. there's a bit of dismay. number six c sharp no number five visual visual yeah. basic i have basic just regular basic um i don't think no i can't can't really do that i mean basic okay. basic is a different language you're, you're fine uh number four is python got it holy crap i got that holy crap <laughs> number three is c plus plus got it yes yes number, number two is <laughs> C, just C by itself. Just yes. C? So C came first, and then they made it more object oriented and made it C plus plus. And then Microsoft came out with their version of C plus plus and made that C sharp. So that's why there's three different C's on here. They're actually distinct languages. And then number one is Java. Got it. Don't got it. You didn't get Java? That was the first one I wrote down. I didn't get Java. I felt real good about basic, so I was I was like. Dur, 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 dur. <laughs> so how many did you get, Kels? I got four. Nice, Davo. I got three. Awesome. I'm impressed. I am too. So it comes down <laughs> so to the way. Then how much did you wager, Kels? Well, I didn't want to be left um, naked out here in these streets, so. I bet 75 points. Picks you up to 151. Davo, if you bet more than 21, you are our winner. I bet 23. <laughs> Gives you 153 points, beating Kells by Woo! two. Woo! That's like the second game I've lost my team. Yeah. So that is our computers episode. That was an episode of computers. <laughs> Man, I've got a head. <laughs> oh, There's dude. a small segment of people out there that are like, yeah, I did really good on that one. That was awesome. You're going crazy. This, oh. And yeah. and those are my, those are my people. <laughs> well, I'm glad we were able to do an episode for your people. Yeah. I got to do a Batman episode. <laughs> you know, that was, those were my people. Which I think I did well yeah your your subset of people is much more well yeah <laughs> so if you are in one of our subsets of people we got neil subset of of people and kel subset and my subset you can listen to us every every week we upload when tuesday 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 yep yeah we upload on tuesday and you can check us out on the Twitter, on all the computer things. And now you know how those computer things kind of work because we're an educational show. Yeah. And, you know, you push a button, something happens. That's cool. But why is the thing? And why aren't there any more vacuum Check tubes? us out. On... 
No kidding. So many reasons. You want to know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, were, they were hot. They took a lot of power. Uh, they burned out frequently. There's just really very little good about the vacuum tubes, except that they worked more or less. But if you were building a mad scientist layer, oh, you've got to have some. The vacuum tube, of course, it provides the right ambiance. It provides the right hum in the background. <laughs> that and that Jacob's ladder that they always seem to have. That yeah. like, zzz, zzz, that thing that doesn't do anything but shock the the living out of you. Yeah, I got to get one of those soon. As soon as I get my new layer, I'm getting one of those. Ooh. Nice. You better. Would your new layer contain the, the new brain ladle operations center? I hope so. But that remains yeah. to be seen because I don't have a layer yet. I'm looking. I got to sell my current layer before well, I can buy my new one. Well, if anybody out there wants to throw some layer tips our way, check out the Twitter at ladlebrain. Check out our email accounts. You got Kells at brainladle.com, Neil at brainladle.com. Davo at brainladle.com. We've got our Facebook page out there in the world. We have a website, brainladletrivia.com, and we have a Patreon page. So, HTML good buddy your way over to the old uh, over to the old uh, Patreon page and throw a few bytes our way. I don't want bits. I want bytes. I take bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about the bitcoin taking more energy like cryptocurrency taking more energy to mine quote unquote than copper yeah especially the the ones like bitcoin which use um there's two different types of protocol that they use for for the checking and bitcoins is like a brute force method that takes a lot of processing power some of the other ones like i think ethereum and, and some of the others do a, a contract-based one, which take a lot less processing. Hard to believe that a virtual currency is more damaging to the environment than copper, than open-pit kind of mining. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's a, it's a beautiful new world we live in. Beautiful and terrible and strange. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, this guy's deep. From all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with neil i think of all the the subsets i want to hang out with kel's subsets the most yeah, it's the biggest one though. that's true Kels. but they have a whole lot more fun <laughs> they have a ton of fun next time he-man <laughs> <laughs> i take that back <laughs> podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved. Yes, I need this. I did sneeze. I held it in. Did <laughs> you give yourself a hernia? Kells, the next set of questions you write should be the 1996 Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get some right? No, everybody suffers. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta burn it all down. <laughs>